All right, you are now listening to the She Said What podcast. I am your host, Ayana, and welcome back to the show. So happy to uh, be bringing you guys another episode. Uh, this episode, I am joined none other than my brother from another mother, Dre. Say what's, what's up, good, Dre. What's good? Yes, I'm so happy to have you on. Um, like most of my friends that I have in life now, we started off as college freshman college friends and just be you know continue to really stay close and cordial so i'm happy to have you on thanks for so much for uh reaching out and saying that you wanted to be on a podcast and like making sure because we done missed a few fucking appointments (laughs) exactly but thanks for having me thanks for having me yeah 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 so how's things um i guess on your side for the listeners that don't know you live in california right yeah, to be exact, to stay over in the Oakland, San Francisco area. Okay, okay. So, how's things been going over there? Like, you know, with the whole pandemic and Corona and stuff like that. Like, how's things been going on the West Coast? Well, I mean, in my spot, it's like we're split. So it's like you get towards a little small Oakland town. It's like, well, black people they get towards like the lake, and it's like, hey, we can have as much fun as we want as possible. And we're going to park wherever we want to park and, you know, party wherever we want to party as long as you got a mask on. And then you got other sections like, yeah, you can't do none of that. Everything's shut down. And then the a spot that I just went to is called Alameda, which is, like, where Oakland is at and, then like, the bottom of Oakland. Mm-hmm. Everything's open. You can sit outside. You can eat. I had, like, lunch at a little Mexican restaurant today. Wow. And I was just walking by like ain't nothing going on. So I have most people... Are most people wearing masks? Or- so, so, it's like it's optional. Like, as long as you outside, you don't have to wear the mask. As soon as you step inside, then the mask has to come on. And you take it right on off when you step outside. Gotcha. It's been so different here um, in Atlanta. You know, it's like a free-for-all. Everybody want to come to Atlanta because everybody say Atlanta's open. So, like, it's kind of like the same thing here. Like, most businesses and stuff like that are open. But some require masks and then, like, some don't. Most, like, bars and lounges and stuff like that is, like, you know, bring your mask. But, like, go inside and you, like, with the people and stuff like that. Like, you see people taking them shits off, doing whatever. So, I'm like, I don't know. It's been it's yeah. been interesting. It's the same way like LA is supposedly somewhat open. Mm-hmm. So it's just like if you don't want to deal with the whole mask situation then it's like everybody just takes a nice little drive down to LA and then they go have fun there. Mm-hmm. Or they drive a little bit down to like Las Vegas or something like that. So are numbers and still like going here. up there or is it kinda like plateaued a little bit? Apparently, from you know, as she says, she says thing, as the news says, we're the highest cases. Oh shit! In Oakland. And then yeah, like mm-hmm. literally, like our like Oakland and Alameda area, we have the highest cases in California. Apparently, where it's like it's not nobody's acting like it is. That's like how that's exactly what it is in Atlanta. You would think like, oh shit, you know, we got all these cases and people still dying and stuff here, but. It's like a regular, it, it feels, and that's the weird part about it, right? Like, it feels normal, but it's not normal at all. Like, it's still, like, you know what I'm saying? You know what's really going on, so. Especially with, like, them trying to open back up the schools and stuff here, too. It's going to be real interesting. I feel like we're about to be prepared for another shutdown, low-key. Yeah, cause, I mean, you, I don't know if you saw the news that the teachers are suing the government. 
Say, Dead oh, ass. Have us open. Yeah, she was like, yeah, no, we don't want to open. The government's like, well, you're going to open. And so it was like, all right, that's fine. We'll sue y'all. And so now it's a back and forth thing. And some of my teacher friends are just like, I don't see how the hell we want to do that. And y'all telling us all these cases are going. It's like, kids are nasty as hell anyway. So it's like, you really think this is going to help us out and stuff like that? I was telling listen. somebody the other day that even if, like, the kids... Like, okay, even if the kids don't get sick and, like, you know, they they get it and they're able to recover, they are now going to be, like, you know, the care the carriers of this virus to give to adults and get more people sick. And that's how I feel. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, you're saying, like, the kids being sick is not that big of a deal. Okay, but, like, what about them getting the teacher sick? And then, like, what are you going to do when the teacher has to be out for 14 days to quarantine? There's not enough substitutes. To, you know what I'm saying, go around to, like, substitute all these people getting sick. So, that's the part where I just don't understand where they're, like, so ready for this. I'm like, but there's no vaccine. There's nothing in place to say, like, if anybody gets sick, that they'll be able to recover. It's like, we just out here want some, like, you know, you have to quarantine for 14 days. But when kids are in school and stuff like that, 14 days is a long motherfucking time. It's a long-ass time. So, I, I feel like they're opening it up because people need to work. And they need to find some way to, you know, balance out the economy. Because it's like everybody's on fucking unemployment. Even if you ain't got to be unemployment, you might as well just get some of the money anyway. <laughs> so, it's just like, they're like, all right, well, now we got to send these motherfuckers back to work. So, it's like, either you do it or you don't. Nah, that's and really I what it is. It's, it's, it's really about the money. And and yeah. it's always been about the money. I mean, that's the way our our system is being ran right now. It's not if it's not because I mean, you know, they they taking back the money that they was given for the extra unemployment. They like nah, give it back. And I'm like, but we still in the middle of a pandemic. How are you asking for this stuff back? It's crazy. And you look at like other places in the world that's like you know been shut down for like six months to a year or whatever just to make sure that people were good. Yeah, honestly, I feel like we could have nipped this in the bud, like, so much sooner. And it was just like, all the other countries was like, all right, everybody wear a mask. We're shutting it down for, like, one or two months. And then now, they're going about things like it's, it's okay and cool. And then we're sitting on this side, and it's like, well, nobody wants us to come inside their country now. Right. Because we're a bunch of assholes. It's like, oh, you want us to wear a mask? Well, no, fuck you. I'm going to do what the hell I want to do. And then it's like, well, I want to travel. Well, now you can't travel because now nobody wants to. Correct. Like, it don't even make sense to travel now because you done banned everywhere. U.S. is banned from going anywhere. And then it's also, it's like, I think about shit like that's what's happening in Atlanta where we got Mayor Keisha Bottoms out here trying to, like, enforce different rules and stuff like that, trying to make it better for us. And then you got the governor out here blocking her shit. So it's like... Mm -hmm. How does that look from the outside looking in that for one state, we can't even come together for, like, the authority figures to, like, figure out something. You out here suing each other over something so basic when it's, like, people are really out here dying. Instead of focusing on, like, putting money for, like, a vaccine and stuff, you weren't about suing the mayor for putting out something that you don't agree with. Pretty much, and it just comes like a little tit for tat type thing, mm-hmm. and then and then we're we're sitting there on the outside, like all right, so which direction are we going? It's like you, you pick one, or we're going to be completely screwed at the end of this. And then everybody just really wants to like technically come outside, but it's like not everybody is outside. It's just they don't have as much freedom as they want, right? And, and then they're having an issue with it. We'll see. You know, if the, people get keep. Uh, being stuck inside, we're going to have keeping more of these goddamn entanglements. 
The more we stay oh inside. <laughs> it's a whole entanglement thing, man. Honestly, from my get, from my standpoint, Jada was wrong. Jada was wrong, a hundred percent. Jada was so wrong. So why do you feel like that she was wrong? What is your take on? Well, okay. So here's the thing: is having entanglements wrong though? I wouldn't even call it an entanglement. You're basically what what she did was use a man for supposedly healing, or you know, she basically she used a man to get over what her and her husband was going through at the time. Mm-hmm. And then once they finally so-called, you know, found a way to maybe fix it or start to fix it, then she throws them off to the wayside. And she got so attached with it. Basically, she turned her side dude into her man. And then he felt like he was her man. And then when she finally was done with them, then she was like, all right, well, you know, all this was supposed to be a side dude type thing. I'm sorry that I gave you emotions. I, I took you around. I took pictures, all this shit like that. And it's like, oh, well, now my husband and us, we can do better now. You can go somewhere. And so, honestly, yeah, she took it. Because he was in a bad place. Like, we all knew that August Alcina was, like, down bad. He was down bad, bad. I agree. And And then she took him in and then started to help him. But then took advantage of how much of he was looking for somebody to lean on. And then basically, you know, as the saying goes, the shoulder to cry on is a dick to ride on later. And she basically hopped on that dick and then he's like, all right, well, if this is okay, then I can start showing some more emotions to it. And she took advantage of that. I think, so, in an instance, right, I think that she was she was definitely wrong in how she described their relationship and what it was. Because I definitely don't think that it was what she played it off to be. I definitely think it was more than what she's trying to let let on. But I feel like this. We're all grown. We're all grown. We are over 21. Shit, over 25 at this point. And I feel at at a point that, yes, August was in a bad place. He was in a, in a spot that, you know, he needed help from. But at the end of the day, that man knew that she was married. Period. Before that, he was in a bad space. He always knew that. He been knew who Jada was before he got on, before he got famous, before he started singing. He knew who Jada Pinkett Swift was, and he knew that she was married to Will Smith, right? Marriages are not perfect. They all go through their shit. Relationships, in general, are not ber- perfect. We all go through bullshit. Do I feel like that should have been the dick that she decided to ride on? No. But at the same time, just like how he was able to engage and then disengage and say like yo I don't want to deal with this show no more I'm walking away he could have not dealt with that shit at all now I get it you in a vulnerable place you fucked up you got Jada Pinkett Smith throwing some shit at you so I get why you be tempted to like really you know what I'm saying fuck with her but at the end of the day I feel like we're grown so he has to take some accountability for his own actions as well as a man you knew that you what you was getting yourself into at the end of the day sick or not that was a married woman. Now, her, her her man or whatever, they were separated. Well, they were separated. They were going through their things. That's fine. I just don't like the fact of how she tried to, like, play off this relationship as something that wasn't as serious as what it was. I think that she should take more accountability in the fact of, like, you really had this, like, man fall in love with you and, like, start this whole, like, other relationship knowing damn well that you was really 
probably going to go back to your, like, well-known marriage. I think you need to take more, like, you know what I'm saying, accountability for that. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like we all knew that Jada and Will had an open marriage in the first place. So it's not like August was dating a truly, you know, quote-unquote married woman. <laughs> right. So then I feel like in that instance, then... You got, they both have to take responsibility. Like, so you knew what was up. You got involved. You caught feelings. Now it happens to the best of us. You caught feelings. You, you knew what was up. She did too. She did too. But she also realized at the end of the day that she had a husband that she could go back on. August don't have that. So I think that's where it gets a little bit crazy, right? Where people decide to like go back to a relationship and, you know, that other person decides to say, okay, either I'm going to deal with this or I'm not. So I don't know if you uh, know, I've been like researching more about like this whole like poly lifestyle, like being polyandromous and like that different type of lifestyle, of, like having multiple partners and stuff like that. I feel as though they can love and give love to like multiple partners. And maybe Jada felt like that. Like maybe she felt like, you know what I'm saying? I can give this to someone, but you know, it got complicated. No, if if she was taking that route, then she would have not downplayed it and tried to make it seem like what it wasn't. Cause one, she was she wasn't going she was going to go back to Will regardless because of the status. The status a hundred percent was going to make her come back in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like who the fuck leaves Will Smith at, at the end of the day? Like, I mean, if the dick is tra- if, if his dick is trash, I'm leaving. What you mean? No. But does that does that define happiness in a marriage though? Based upon it, like his own success, in a celebrity marriage that defines mm. them staying together, mm. whether they happy or not, it, it changes a lot. You saw what happened with Kobe and his wife. Kobe and his wife, which he was out here cheating, cheating, cheating. Okay, mm-hmm. but as soon as he said, you know what, I'm sorry, oh, they she completely forgave him on that point because that money changes things. That's for one. Mm-hmm. The status was going to make her come back. Then two, it got out. If it didn't get out, it'd have been completely fine. But the reason that he said something and then made it such a big ass deal, which he's a smart motherfucker to do, because that brought his career back, is because he snitched. He snitched. He took the side dude route and snitched. And guess what? I can't I can't fuck with my nigga for that. Yeah, oh well. Oh, wow, so we out here snitching in this oh well. Damn. It was a time, not not this year, but last year, I met with a married woman. Okay. Completely. But it was, I felt okay with it at this point because of what she told me, all the stuff that happened with her husband. Okay. Which was really, which was really, really fucked up. And... You know, but I never, since I never contacted her after a certain time, uh, what you call it, we did meet up. It was on her terms, this, that, and the third. And then, of course, it wasn't no, like, hey, I'm feeling some type of way type thing, blah, blah, blah. So I stuck to the side dude code, which got me amazing shit. She used to buy me a hell of shit. 
She used to send me things, all that type of stuff. And then I always got the fun version of her. But on the other end, it's just like, all right, well, if you can be like this with me, then you should be able to be like this with your husband. Okay. And, you know, I, and I would talk to her about it, and she was like, yeah, you're right about it, but he just doesn't do this, that, and the third. I'm like, well, if he doesn't do that and the third, talk to him. I was like, at the end of the day, yeah, we're all adults and you should be able to talk. And she should have did that. If, if it was so bad between Will and their open marriage that she had to go ahead and have a whole other relationship, which was in the public eye the whole time, we just didn't know. We just thought they was, you know, kicking it. Cool, this, that, and the third. If it was going to get that serious, she should have had a conversation with him. Because if she even had a conversation with him... I but let's just say, let's say that she did. Like so, we don't. So. You know, we don't. We don't know everything, right? So we're only right. we're only speculating and assuming off of the information that was given to us in the public eye. And plus, right. like they said, this happened years ago. So we're mm-hmm. we're getting the back end of the story. We're not even getting things that are happening in real time. I think on some shit to where, but and because I know what happens, it was on some shit to where it's like, yo, you know, I'm married, but I'm not happy in my marriage. I wanna. I'm. I'm separated from my husband. It got serious to a point where you was just like, you know, I'm not sure if this is what I want. And from what we know, August is the one that's decided to cut things off for her, not her. So it was him that decided to like walk away from the situation, which he had every right to 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 do. So I feel in in that instance, it's on some. Okay, you knew what was up. You got involved, and to a point to where you couldn't handle being involved anymore and then you walked away i feel like that's what i'm saying is in every instance it's like i can see where it's fault on both ends because i've like you've been in situations where i dealt with people who were already in a relationship or married and you have to somewhat know your it's sad to say but like you got to know your spot or know your place in a way Mm -hmm. because you know that you go, you're only going to get but so far. This person is already married and in this, you know what I'm saying, established family with somebody else. So if you think that you're going to be able to come in and build that type of relationship with that person, it's not going to happen. Now, that might have been what August really wanted because, I mean, we're young. Like, you know what I'm saying? August is our age. He's like 26, 27, 28. That's yeah. mad ages to name. But, like, you know, he's, he's, he's one of us. So, like... At this age, you want to be with somebody that you can, like, be with and build a family and, like, be in a relationship and stuff like that. So, like, when he realized he wasn't getting that with Jada, you got to you gotta walk away. Now, the whole shit that I don't agree with is that it took years later for him to want to come out and talk about. Now, I get it. He was sick. He was going through some stuff. Whatever. And to be honest, look like listening back on the interview, like, that wasn't even, like, the biggest thing that he was, like worried about you know what i'm saying he was like worried about shit with like his own health and like his sister and like his family and stuff like that so like the way people tried to like blow this whole thing like oh my god like this i'm like well nah he had all this stuff going on with that on top of it so exactly it's like on some shit like i get that i guess like you know he's finally talking about what he went through but i just think like you know you gotta let certain things go after after some time Honestly, and then on the devil's advocate to play both sides to it, I really feel like this was a uh, a ploy to get his shit back. To get his music and shit to drop? Yeah, Mm -hmm. the way 
to get it, you know, with the whole marketing, get people talking about him, this, that, and third. Because soon as it, like, entanglement with the work that came out, this man drops a whole ass song. And Did you listen to the song? song? Oh, I didn't listen to it yet. Yes, it's a fi- it has Rick Ross on it. So, like, okay. he's been playing this. So, it wasn't like no, oh, out of the blue type shit. Like, no. He went and dropped a whole ass song. As soon as he said entanglement, and everybody was like, oh, shit, that's the new word of 2020. Blah, blah, blah. And then, just what was it? A couple days ago, Will Smith puts out a diss song to him. Did he really? He put out a freaking diss song. Oh, I haven't heard that. I don't think that was, was the right crash. move. Oh, I was going to say. Complete trap. I'm talking dumpster. I'm like, Will, you kind of old to be putting out diss tracks. I don't know about that. It was trash. I was like, come on, bro. I was like, she just stuck to the other stuff. Like, when he did that Will remix that mm-hmm. what's his name did. Okay, that was fire. But this? Oh, hell no, bro. That shit was so bad. I just uh, something to be funny, cause no, no, he was he serious. Was serious? Oh, yes, no. he had a whole little music video to go with it. Oh no, Mm-mm. see, and and that's I feel like, but both of them now is trying to ca- capitalize on the money. It gotta be. You might as well. At this point, well. if your business gonna be out there, you done put out a whole like red table talking all this other stuff. It's like. You gotta kind of capitalize on on what's hot right now, especially because you're in the house. They ain't no act like you know what I'm saying. They ain't got no shows and shit going on. So nope. I mean and that red table talk was trash too. I was expecting it to be longer than twelve minutes. Like and also too, so you were encouraging bad marriages. So let's yeah exactly. Let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, right? When they said that shit, talk about some bad marriage for life. I'm like, so you, you're encouraging people to stay married when they're not happy? And that's the thing. Oh, that was another thing, too, that I said on my last podcast episode that I still feel real strongly about. We always say that other people's happiness, it shouldn't be dependent on other people. And, like, Will and Jada are, like, really big advocates of that. Like, oh, you're responsible for your own happiness and this, that, and the third. But as soon as, like, she was unhappy in her marriage, she went and hopped on the next dick. So, like, exactly. how could you be preaching that and be saying that, you know, oh, yeah, you know, you should be responsible for your own happiness. But here it is when, when your husband was asking you, like, well, why did you step out on my marriage? And you saying, well, I just wanted to feel again. What was it that you weren't doing for yourself that you weren't able to feel? So, you posed the question on Facebook. Or more like a statement on Facebook saying that um, marriages or a man getting married really doesn't have any benefits. Like, there's really no benefits for a man being married. Can you, like, explain a little bit more about that or, like, elaborate how you even came to, like, writing the status and stuff like that? Okay, well, well, me and my brother, we were sitting in the car. And my brother and stuff like that comes from a two-parent household. And... I was, and I was talking to him, I was like, yo, I still love your mom and dad to death. I was like, it was like my second parents, it's that the third. And he was just like, yeah, he's like, I think about it too. But he's like, then my pops, blah, blah, blah. You know, we started getting into it. And then he was like, but if you really think about it, it marriage only really benefits the woman. And I was like, no, nah. I was like, you can get this, you can have you know, less money, blah, blah, blah. You can put stuff together, y'all can teamwork. This, that, and the third, and he was like, okay, so you're telling me that and all these other chicks that you mess with, 
that there's some of these chicks that you just were messing with wasn't down the ride for you at a certain point for certain things. And I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, there's a certain females that are like, you know what? Even though I ain't got a ring, we can stay together. We can get this together. Or I can spot you this, this, that, and the third. You know, hold you down, like, completely. And you're not married to her. But she doesn't have your last name. Mm-hmm. And you'll get a... And honestly, you'll get a whole lot more females to go ahead and do something like that before a guy would. For one. Then two, if you think about it, when a guy gets married... It's just like, oh, well, congratulations to the girl. That's the first thing I think is like, because you have to go through this elaborate thing of asking her to marry you. You then found yourself, quote unquote, a good woman. Mm-hmm. And then you you do all this stuff because they're thinking about how the female is. The wedding is for a public display of you getting married to this woman because what? You have to take out certain flowers. If you're having a big wedding, you have certain flowers certain decorations, but all of that is to please the woman. Mm-hmm. Where the guy, all he really has is what? The bachelor party. And even that might not be freaking crazy because the woman's like, you better not do no stupid shit on, a, on your bachelor party or whatever. And then on the other hand, when a woman gets married, it's, it's almost like a goal that she has. It's like she feels established. She feels like she's native in life. She feels like she can have kids. She feels like she can do this or she can act a certain way because she has a quote-unquote husband. That's hers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all have the same last name. It's a possession thing mm-hmm. that she feels secure that he's not going nowhere. And because, of, you know, boyfriends can break up and go off, you know, off to the sunset at any point. A husband is a little bit harder to go away from. And then if y'all was to get divorced, nine times out of ten, if there was no pre no sign, She's getting half your shit. Mm-hmm. So she's automatically still entitled to whatever is yours when she's married to you. But for the guy, it's not the same way around. I definitely know niggas that married rich uh, women and then got spousal support and stuff like that. I think So I think that goes with the whole traditional way of how people view relationships, bro. To be honest, like people view relationships in general to say that, hey, you're supposed to meet this person. If you meet this person that you feel like you love very much, the right thing to do is to marry this person and create a life with this person and settle down and ride off into the sunset. That is the the way that you are raised to believe of what a person is supposed to bring to you in life. And that's from a man's perspective and that's from also from a woman's perspective. The difference between a man and a woman is that women lead with emotion. Like our our instance is to lead to lead and to love and to give with emotion. So when we decide to enter into any type of relationship or situation, it's always based on emotion. With men, it may not always be that. It may be like, you know, I'm looking for you from some type of like a a sexual connection or a friendship level or, you know what I'm saying? It may not be on a level of like, I'm looking for this for marriage or for a wife. It may just be, I'm looking for this just to have fun. Not all the time. And I'm not saying that all women, but most women are not looking for just to have a a good time. Most women are looking for men to like be able to settle down with. And my thing is, I think that with marriage, in a way, 
I can say that it benefits more of the women. I'm not saying that men don't have benefits for marriage, but I definitely agree with the fact that it benefits the woman more. How it can I can say it can benefit the man is is that I know men who say that once they get married that they're responsible their only responsibility is to take care of making sure that there's uh money in the household. But as far as my house being clean, as far as me caring for kids, as far as me taking care of kids, stuff like that, I'm not doing that. Because as my wife, that is a benefit of me being a husband, is that I don't have to take care of kids. And I've seen that happen. So I feel like that's a benefit for men that feel like well, they don't have to the same thing with like cooking and cleaning and stuff like that. I've seen that as a benefit in marriage as well to say that, oh, I'm a husband. I make all the money in the house. I don't have to clean or cook or do anything. That shit to me is not, you know what I'm saying? I feel like what marriage should be built on. But those are different traditions that people have created to, to show that in a marriage. I feel like a marriage is, is in my opinion, a marriage is a piece of paper. It don't mean yes, shit. 100%. That's a hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you really look at it, you can't tell me not one benefit as you have to be married for this to benefit you. You can't tell me one at all because all these other like it's a chick that I'm dealing with now. If I asked her to come over and I'm like, hey, I'm about to go over to or go to work or whatever. Here's my key. Go into my place. Here, can you take care of the laundry and have something cooked? She was like, oh, okay, cool, I got you. Don't worry about it. But apparently, you supposedly might have to be married for that. It's like, no, you don't. I don't think I that like, you, you have, have to be married for that. But I think yeah, it's... it's a benefit, though. That's what they mm-hmm. say. Like, it's a benefit to say, oh, you can come home to a home-cooked meal. Or you can come home and stuff being done. Or kids. Like, I know plenty of freaking... I'm like, some of my friends are dealing with guys that got kids. And they'll go over there and take them out and babysit them or something like that. And that's their boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you can't give me a benefit that I have to be married for this to benefit me where I can't get from a girlfriend, a situationship, a fuck buddy, regardless. I think but it comes to more, I think it comes to more, you have to think of it from a business aspect also. Like I said, so marriage is a piece of paper, but it's also a business. So you got to think like there's certain things that in a marriage that you can get that you may not, that may be better off that you couldn't get when you were single. So you I say for me, tax right off. you got them kids. Okay, right. You got so, your own little okay, business. but you don't, but you, you got them kids, but you marry though. So you share in the household. Also, you got to think of like benefits and stuff like that for like jobs and stuff. Like, so for my job, I'll be real. I don't pay for medical. That shit is zero. If I get a husband. I can put them on my shit and we don't have to pay for medical. If we're married, that's a benefit. You don't got to pay for health coverage. So that means that's $300 in a deductible that you no longer have to pay. Hell yeah, fucking married. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, I think it's a piece of paper, but it's, it's I think, more or less a business. It's a business of saying like, okay, we're getting married and becoming one union to say like, how can we help each other? But it turns out to then become this whole like, a tit for tat thing to say like oh well the man is better off now you want to get a divorce and he cheating and shit like that so now you want half his money and stuff like it it becomes a lot i'm just just saying it's just like at the end of the day if you really like just boil it down like yeah they are certain 
you know, instances where it's like, oh, well, because if, if I'm married, I might get this benefit. But in the overall sense of thing, like if you just narrow it down to like certain things that don't just personally go towards you mm-hmm. as a person, mm-hmm. then you just think of the whole idea of it. It just really doesn't come down to it. Like if you're looking to save money, shit, it's cheaper not having a female. It's just at the end of the day, it's cheaper because it's like you can go as like the little meme says. It's like I remember when I was single, my my food bill was seven ninety nine, but now that I'm with somebody, now it's like fifty nine ninety nine. Right, but if you're married, you should think that your your two incomes is now one. So it shouldn't. Uh, it shouldn't. It you shouldn't. shouldn't have to have it. Because at the end, if you're looking to have more money, you can make more money on your own. And then you can have that. So, let me ask you a question, bro. Do you want to get married now? I mean, I was a full advocate for it. I still, at the end of the day, probably will. Because that's just how much of a sucker I am. (laughs) (laughs) But, I I mean, but it makes you kind of think twice about it. But the females that I deal with, they still have the, I guess, the old school way of thinking about things. So they still want that type of, you know, marriage, your last name, this is my husband. You know, that that word right there, to mm-hmm. say this is my husband instead of my boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, comes with, you know, significance. So it's just like, all right, yeah, probably at the end of the day I will. <laughs> I mean, it, but it made you think twice. It was like, yeah, you're kind of right about that. And I've always been an advocate saying that marriage was a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't see... The whole point of that, I was like, it's just basically another way for the government to keep tabs on us to say, hey, well, now we got this many married couples. That's just, you know, we can sign certain bills because this area has this many families, so mm-hmm. so and stuff like that. Because I was like, if I find somebody, it's like, you know what, I'm with you, you're with me, I'm not going nowhere. This is it type thing. Then we're good, and mm-hmm. we got that sense of understanding that we don't have to go into the, you know the government and register. As a married couple, right? Nah, I mean that's true. You know, common law marriages are, are like super, super cool, uh, common, and I think, like I said as well, for me, I I definitely want to get married one day, but I think my marriage would is not gonna look like what a traditional marriage would look like. I think it'd mm-hmm. be very different, and um, I think there's certain things that I would accept out of my marriage that normal people wouldn't. But I feel like, you know, it's it's what is going to make you happy and what, you know, is going to sustain a, a lifelong commitment that you have with your partner. I think that's more than anything. But I think that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, like, a, a lasting relationship, not necessarily, like, a marriage. Completely. Because, I mean, people get married and divorced every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, the divorce rate nowadays is, is super high. So I don't want to just you know, throw myself into something and, and it not be worth anything. Putting a, a title yeah. on something that's not worth something. Uh, honestly, yeah, I feel the exact same way. It's like, I feel that it doesn't, some things just doesn't need to be said or done mm-hmm. if you make that certain connection with somebody. And if you're feeling, you know, this is where I'm at and this is where I'm at, and the person feels the same way, it's like, all right, well, you don't have to always do what everybody else is doing. I was like, because I come from, uh, you know, a home with a single mom and stuff like that. She divorced twice. Mm-hmm. And now, now that she is, she's probably the happiest I've ever seen my mom. Mm-hmm. Now, so, it's just like, and especially, especially now. Now, you know how I many people are actually breaking up 
and getting divorces because now they're stuck in the house with each other. And they're realizing that they already fucked with this person. Yep. Yes, exactly. It was like, oh, well, this is not exactly what I thought because we were, we were so busy, you know, being outside the house or going somewhere that we were spending time with each other, but we wasn't spending time, time with each other. Right, exactly. And now that they now that they have to or they have to, you know, sit with their kids and figure out how to do stuff as a family all the time, now they're like, you know what, I don't like this anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that is horrible. And I don't want to go through nothing like that. That's why now with, you know, what I'm doing, I met somebody to talk to. All of it, we literally just talked. It, we could because we couldn't go nowhere and we wasn't seeing each other at first mm-hmm. because of stuff that's going on. But now that you took the time to learn somebody, it's a whole lot stronger connection than what we're getting through now. And I don't want to be at the end of the day sitting there married and I roll over. I'm like, damn, you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Or it's like, damn, I got to really deal with your ass for another, you know, a couple of years and stuff like that. It's like, oh, well, whenever the kids finally go off to college, then we can separate type shit. And I was like, I hate to want to be in that type of situation. And my thing is, I don't ever want to be with somebody to want to have those type of thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I guess, and and that's why for me, why I'm not in a rush for no relationship. Like, I think, you know, dating and like dating younger and like, you know, getting like in like what I would consider serious relationships young and like the shit's not working out. It made me realize on something like, you know, I don't want to rush into anything if it's just going to lead to destruction. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'd rather just I'd rather just get to know somebody, see how it goes. We don't even have to be in no, or a quote-unquote relationship. Like, we could just date. Just to see, mm-hmm. like, you know, where things go because I would hate that three, four years down the line, I didn't put in all this time with you and you're not even the person that I thought you were. Now we in this exactly. fucking predicament where it's like, okay... Now I'm mad because I didn't spend all this time with you and I could have been doing something else. So like that's why for me like I'm a big person where we almost thirty. Like I can't, be- I still can't believe that shit. <laughs> I'm almost thirty. I'm twenty one. Okay. <laughs> I go back. Hell fucking no, because you older than me. So hell fucking no. Fuck that. I go backwards. Okay. Each year I rewind time and I go back a year. So okay. I'm just like, yo, like, you know, I'm I'm too old to be with the with the bullshit. Like I don't have time with the you know, the oh we're in a relationship and then like three months later we breaking up. Like I don't I, yeah, don't, uh. <laughs> I don't have time for none of that shit at all. So you know, it's so funny that you say like even with all that stuff that you um would still like get married, what would you say is like your biggest, I would say, pet peeve about dating right now? It's run by social media. That's mm. my biggest thing. It's just like, you're basing things off of memes or because somebody's saying, hey, this is how I feel type thing. It's like, nah, bro. It's like, what? have your own mind when it comes to things. Get off the Instagram, get off the Facebook, get off the Snapchat, get off the Twitter, and then have your own mind about certain things. Not because... Oh, well, it's National Suck a Dick Day. Hey, you know, let's go do that. Or it, or they said that now it's time to support your your woman and buy her a Birkin bag and shit like that. It's like, nah, bro. So if I want to buy you some shit, I'll buy you some shit. Not because everybody else is fucking doing it now or that's your quote-unquote way to support your woman type thing. 
And I hate that. I'm like, if you're literally trying to base or try to do things because of social media says so, then you're going to go ahead and get next. Like, bye. I'll see you later. When you get past the young mind thinking, then go ahead and talk to me then. But after that, no. Nah, I definitely agree that social media has changed a whole lot about dating and people, like, in general. Just the whole... If I go out to meet guys now... It's, it's not even like, yo, what's your number? It's like, oh, what's your Instagram? And I'm like, if you really are trying to get to know who I am, the fuck you asking for my Instagram for? I'm not, exactly. You're not going to get to know me from my Instagram. You're going to get to know me by getting my number and like texting and calling me. Like, what does that matter? So I definitely agree. Social media has definitely like changed it to a whole different like area. And now it's like... It's hard to kind of meet people out now because everybody busy in their phone. So it's like you're not even looking at me. You're looking at what's in your phone. It's crazy. Exactly. Literally, if I go out with somebody or I meet up with somebody, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, when we do meet up, turn your phone off. If you can't do that, then I go somewhere. Because I've literally met up with certain females. And then we're like, nah, I can't do that, this, that, and third. I say, oh, okay, cool. You have a nice day. I'll see you later. <laughs> And they're like, for real? I'm like, yeah, bye. I was like, I ain't got time. I was like, if you can't take two or three hours out of your day to say, all right, I'm going to turn my phone off and talk to me and look me dead in my face so I can read your body language, read your emotion, see if you're lying and type things, mm-hmm. then I don't need to fucking deal with you. And my thing is, my you don't time. even have to turn your phone off. Just put it on silent. Just put your phone on. My, I live by my silent button, but my phone is forever on silent. And my thing is, like you said, you should be able to hold a conversation and be able to talk face to face without being in your phone all the fucking time. Especially if you're trying to get to know a person. I was like, you shouldn't be able to do that. I was like, now if we, you know, done a couple dates or done a couple hangouts, then you got, you know, be in your phone or, you know, I like silence too. You know, we can sit, if I can sit in silence with you and still be cool, then we're good. But not when I first meet you. I need to talk. I need to find out. I mean, I need to run through questions like, what's your favorite color type bullshit? You know, so I was like, I gotta run, I gotta run you through the like, you know, the prompts of questions at least. So Don't be prompting people with questions. I hate that shit when niggas be like, okay, so what's your favorite hobby? So what you like to do? Like, I'll be gonna be hitting bitches with the prompts, bro. Oh, I definitely do. I'm like, yo, what's your favorite hobby? I'm like, yo, what, what, what you doing out here? You know, what's your job? What's your hobby? Like, I need to know what you do for a living. Like, how you have fun. Like, that type of shit. Okay, you gonna, I, you gonna have to tell me that you reworded the questions differently because when niggas hit me with the what's your, what's your, what you like to do for fun, I instantly unmatch them. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I don't even want to talk about this. This is just ridiculous. So, nah, you, you got, you got, you know, it's a, it's a roundabout way of asking, but you okay. still gotta figure that out. Cause I'm like, at the end of the day, if you don't know what you like doing for fun, what the hell are you gonna start suggesting things? Cause you wanted to at least suggest it, like, hey, let's go hang out. She suggested like, hey, what, what she wanted. wanted. She want that Birkin bag. You, nah, you, you, that damn Birkin bag. You ain't, you ain't worked that much for me and stuff like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like, I'm not here buying Birkin bags and shit like that. I need to buy myself one. I'm shit. saying that's the truth. <laughs> that is the truth, bro. So well, before we uh, we wrap up with the show and stuff like that, I usually like to end with this segment on the show where we talk about, you know, you got something on your chest that you want to talk about. You want to get off your chest. You said what you said. You don't give a fuck about how people feel about it. This is the time to do so. 
Okay, well, I got two things. One, don't believe everything that the news is telling us about this goddamn coronavirus, okay? Because when we're having that whole Black Lives Matter movement and everybody was sitting there having these big old protests in the whole country and outside the country and shit like that was going on, somehow, some way, after that was done, we have this influx of coronaviruses and shit like that. Nah, that's not the case because we was all wearing masks, we was all cool, Nobody was sitting and getting sick. Nobody was dying when this shit was going on. So you can't tell me as soon as this shit died down a day later that we just have a huge spike. No, don't believe the hype all the damn time. And keep your immune system strong. If you're looking for something that needs to be strong with the immune system, go to GNC and get, get olive leaf pills. It's for super immune system support. Get those. And then two... Video stuff, man. Stop trying to do everything what everybody does. Be original. Be yourself. Because those are the people that make the money. Those are the people that come up with the ideas. And those are the people that control the masses at the end of the day when they're themselves. Because everybody wants to be what they are. I'm with that. And that's it. And you said what you said. And you don't give a yep. fuck how people feel about it. I don't it. give no fuck. I said it. You I'm can add me. You can see me. Whatever. Listen, and we going to get some olive leaf pills. That's something new. Olive leaf. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm definitely going to get some of that shit. I've been... Nah, you definitely got to keep up with your immune system. Vitamin C, people. Like, for real, for real. Like, that's one thing. Don't be out here just living life and not still taking care of your immune system and thinking that just because you don't got the virus, you shouldn't be taking care of yourself. So, that exactly. that is that is very, very true. And I agree with your other point, bro. You gotta be yourself. It's so crazy I was having a conversation with somebody today about me wanting to be myself but being afraid, put myself out there because I'm like, you know, we all have like a fear of like rejection and like I'm at a point in life where I'm like so comfortable in my own skin where it's like, well, fuck it. If they don't fuck with me, they don't fuck with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Whatever. It is what it is. Um, I'm going to end with with my I said what I said and I don't give a fuck about it. And I'm going to end with this. Y'all need to arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to tell y'all this. And I don't give a fuck. Now y'all trying to market her and stuff. I see the WNBA got her name on the back of jerseys and stuff. And you know, we shout her out on interviews. And that's all great and grand. But I need y'all to go ahead and just arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. That's all I got to say. So, bro, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Of course, always listening to the She Said What podcast. Always follow me. On the She Said What podcast. She Said What pod on Instagram. She Said What podcast on Facebook. Um, And I'll be bringing you guys a new episode. Peace. Peace.